Hey, good afternoon, motivators. What's happening? This is Dr. Drill, the Making Motivation Podcast. It is 5 p.m. on May 1st, Sunday, May 1st, in the year 2022. Been a beautiful weekend. Two really nice 60, 70 degree days. Now you can might hear the pitter patter on my windshield of the rain, which is kind of welcome. You know, after all that sunshine, you don't mind getting a little bit of rain. You know, I got my grow bags in place. I had to put them outside the uh, the fence so that Bogey doesn't eat them because he will. Um, they're all lined up, but you know, so you need a little sunshine and rain every day. I go out there and I water those plants. And now we're looking at Wednesday afternoon, flying out for uh, to Florida for five days, and I'm very concerned the shape of all my vegetables kind of shape they'll be in upon my arrival, my return, you know. So, I think I'm going to ask my neighbor if he would be so kind as to uh, help out, you know. I would certainly do the same, you know. There have been times when you course, when you step away, or when I've stepped away, gone away on vacation, or away for the weekend or something, you come back and things aren't looking so good. And of course, there's other times where it rains, and rains just enough so that the plants get their nourishment. I might overwater plants sometimes, you know? It all depends upon the conditions. Yes, yes? Of course. So I got my grow bag lined up right now. I have five or six of them. So far I have my herbs comprised of um, sage and mint and what else? Rosemary. I love rosemary and sage. They are my favorites. Perhaps I'll incorporate the mint into my evening tea. I'm going to start doing that again. Then I have a bunch of squash and some cucumbers. I think it was a little early for the cucumbers. They started to wither away. Too cold, too hot, something. Conditions weren't right, so I'm going to have to start them over. Maybe get some seedlings so that when it really gets consistently hot, those cukes just start coming up. Also, I have a shitload of these squash and zucchini, so they're going to get so big concerned that they're going to crowd out the, the cukes anyway. I'm going to have to get another grow bag going for the cukes, which is fine. Then I have broccolini, which is large and in charge, and romaine right next to it. It might involve some replanting there as well as the, as the friggin' broccolini grows higher and higher. I don't know at what point you cut that and you claim that, you know, but, and then finally I have my onions and garlic. I don't know when to harvest those things either, so I guess I'm going to have to keep an eye out, see what's what. They're all growing, they're all thriving, they're all being watered and, um, and fertilized, 
So it feels good to be taking care of these things. They're both plants and flowers and flowering plants and basically everything. We'll grow this shit. You know, I want to take care of it. I want to nurture it. I want to feed it. And I want to yield something from it. It definitely gives you an appreciation for what it must be like to, you know, the, the, the volume of plants and the space for each that are required in order in order to um, actually glean something from it, to produce something. You know, farmers obviously figured all this stuff out over the years. So anyway, it's interesting. I like the grow bag uh, concept. Remember I told you what these are? They're, they're very tough material, almost like feltish. Obviously some sort of composite, and they're sturdy. So they got two handles on, on each bag, and they're 20 gallons. So as I've stated before, I dump an entire large, like extra large, miracle grow freaking topsoil in there. And it takes the entire bag and fills it up about three-quarters of the way. That way... I can cuff the, the bags or I can bring them up a little bit if a little chilly out there. Or I can, right now I've got them all cuffed so that the, <clears throat> the top of the topsoil is just, just about there. And it's fun to go out there and take care of these, these crops and see what, what they produce, you know. Meanwhile, in the front I have strawberry um, buckets in my hanging baskets and concerned that Maybe that side of the house doesn't get enough, quite enough um, sunlight. You know, it should be full sun. So, and I also have my stinking uh, crowded river birch, crowding river birch, that we call it. That's down at the bottom of the yard where the bird uh, feeder used to be. Like a lot, of, a lot of things out there. A lot of plants and gardening that I'm doing outside. I really do enjoy it. I come home after a long day. I'll still go out there and I'll irrigate everything. And it's cool. I got a new uh, wand that has different settings. You know, shower, stream, mist. And it's got a cool little trigger on it so that I can pretty much keep the water on, and uh, at least during the day, and just let it drip. It drips maybe a little bit. I might be able to minimize that. So minimal, I lose minimal water, but I'm able to irrigate everything. So I'm excited about that as well. Pretty stinking cool. I've absolutely enjoyed all that gardening. What else have I done with my garden this weekend? So Saturday I spent a shitload of time out there, both gardening and wood carving. So those four pieces that I had told you about, my uh, Team Tucci connection, Renee Tucci, she got a couple suffixes after her name, credentials if you will. She's talking about, uh, you know, she's marketing it. So she's, hey, look, we're doing this. These are my partners. So 
I am. I'm partnering up with her, doing some wood carving, getting some cool little critters out there. When I start to really, they're going to start to come alive. I got to find some varnish. Apparently, there's a shortage of varnish. There hasn't been a fucking shortage of anything in my entire life. Being living in America in the last five decades almost has been a time of abundance, as far as I knew. Now I can't fucking get varnish. Thinking of alternative methods in which to do this to seal my fucking carvings. store real quick and I shall be right back. Okay, as I was saying, worked on these carvings. I am fine-tuning the hell out of these fucking things because it's go time. One month from today, I have to have these carvings, all four or five of them, down in Philadelphia. I'm going to take my Tuesday morning, I'm going to drive these fuckers down there, drop them off. And at that time, the flower show will be on. We're going to take a day, go down there, maybe a Tuesday, something like that, and see the different pieces. It's going to be outdoors at, uh, fuck's the name of the park. I keep forgetting. Anyway, it's right across from the Dan stadiums, right? So, going to be outdoors. I got freaking linseed oil. I'm going to slather that on these carvings. It's going to drink it in. I'm going to be freaking taking freaking very small increments off and improvements made now in the carvings. Add some eyes to the frog. I'm going to glue its freaking tongue in there. I'm going to give it a good spray painting, add some good details to it. Maybe via acrylics. I might even hire my friend Shaq to come up and just add a couple, a couple things, a couple little tweaks to make give the appearance that it's a really jovial frog that is uh, just out there doing its thing. Big bullfrog. Actually, it's a toad. I'm sorry. Right? I disclosed that before, but it's some sort of amphibian. Madagascar toad has the little bumps on its back. It can be whatever you want. Frog toad. It's actually colored more like a frog. People like frogs better than toads, right? Toads, you pick them up, they piss on you. So do frogs, but they're green and they seem like they're more alive, whereas toads just kind of sit there and they freeze up. They try to play dead. You roll them over, they hang out there. Maybe they jump away from you, hop away a little bit. Frogs jump in the water. Toads just kind of on land. You're like, what the fuck is this thing? Supposedly they give you warts, who knows? Probably some truth to that. The little crit microorganisms, viruses or whatever that they have on them. 
They could give you a little freaking wart. Anyway. They say everybody's got to kiss a toad at some point in their life, right? I kissed a few toads. Or is that frog? I think Princess Tiana did that. Whatever Disney movie that was called. That was a good one, though. Um, you know what I'm saying. So, I'm going to fucking spruce that shit up. I'm going to add as much friggin' bling as I can to the carvings themselves, details, fine-tuning, coloring, just with the wood itself and some fire and add some different shades, different highlights, and then I'm going to seal them and hit them with a little varnish to pop. And they're going to be awesome. And that first Tuesday in uh, June, I'm delivering that shit. And they're going to, I'm going to leave them in place and then they're going to make them pop. They're going to make these carvings really come alive. I can't wait to see that. Right? So when I come back, I'm going away next week just for a few days. This time next week, my family will be down in Disney supporting Lily for her Division II Summit, Cheer Summit, in Orlando at Disney World, right? So, you know, Lily's no joke, man, a little bit. She's strong. And her, I put my arm around her heading out to uh, Mexican last night. Her shoulders, arms, her grip. She's always messing with me, right? So she's always grabbing my arms or putting her hands on my face or doing some crazy shit. And, you know, trying to defend myself. It's tough sometimes. She's strong. So get away from you. Really, really powerful. And that's all to her, due to her training. So I'm really proud of her. She's an awesome human being. So that's what we're doing. I told her that... If she makes it to whatever level of competition sufficient to earn a bid to Disney World to compete, uh, that the family would would go down to support her and hang out and all that shit. So that's what we're going to do. There's a challenge that I have. I, I, I might have mentioned, you might know this about me if you're my friend or if you have listened to me ramble on on these podcasts. I'm not going to say that Disney World is my kryptonite. I've had a lot of fun down in those parks. I've done it, everything. I've done all the rides, had the nice meals and the little, you know, all the little trinkets and stuff, all the experiences down there, at least most of them, we, we have done. Um, this has been for the kids. This has been also, you know, they compete down there, right? Football and cheer. We've done that a few years in a row. I haven't done it in a while, but... Uh, I guess three years ago was the last time we did that with both Sam and Lily. Went down there to compete and the COVID cooties took over, right? Nobody could do shit anymore. That sucked. Um, so we're back to it now. And Lil being 13 years of age, she's a phenomenal cheerleader and a phenomenal human being. But damn it, we're going down there to freaking support her. When I say Disney's... Make the joke <laughs> tongue in cheek. 
Disney World is my kryptonite. I enjoy all of it. I get a kick out of it just like other people might. But, you know, when you're a kid, everything is just, it's wonderful, joyous. Arguably, you know, the challenge to myself is to really just lose myself in the experience. And for the sake of not only myself, but but everyone, try to enjoy every aspect of it, you know? And so I'm gonna. That's my mission. Facilitating my mission, obviously, is my immediate family, but there's also an entire cheer family, many of whom I have not met yet. And they're down there. There's this guy, they call him, my wife and daughter call him Scotty E. He's like the life of the party. He's adorable. He's a both of his daughters cheer with Lil, and so he he's big into it. He knows everything about everything, uh, whether it's the cheer stuff, what the you know how you're supposed to operate in the cheer sense of things. Also, Disney, he knows everything about everything, all the little deals you can get and the things, the must dos, and all that shit. And he's got to be, you know, a 45, 50-year-old man like me. So I don't know a shitload of people in, in my demographic that are just still overjoyed with Disney. We've all done it. Most parents, if you're fortunate and you live in the United States of America, you've taken your children to a theme park been to a few yourself, and it's always a great time, but then you get a little bit older, and you're like, fuck, man, this is not on my list of likes anymore, like, I've, I've been there, done that, I don't want fucking Peter Pan, get out of the world, the road, squirrel, I don't want Peter Pan jumping out at me, giving chase to Mr. Smee and fucking, you know, Captain Hook and all that shit clock starts to go off, you know, tick-tock, 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 the crocodile, now you can hug the characters again, because the COVID numbers are lower, it's like, Jesus Christ, so, It is most certainly an interesting thing. And as, as stated, you know, I am excited for it. I'm excited to go away and be with my family. That's all very special. But also, uh, my mission includes relaxing somehow. So I want to fully enjoy myself, engage in all the cool stuff, but I'm going to stop short of burning myself out and becoming just overwhelmed. I mean, what's the worst that's going to happen? I'm just going to have fun, not too much fun, but, you know, I also want some rest and relaxation, too. Make some memories, discover some new things, be with my family, but I also would like just a few quiet moments, please just give me a few quiet moments where I can just, you know, stick me in a, some background landscaping, you know, 
ferns or palm trees or something. So let me sit at the base of a palm tree and lie face up in the shade for a little bit. It's going to be 90 degrees down there. It's going to be an experience. Fuck it. You know me. I'm a big, big Mr. Storyteller. I need to come back with some stories, so that's exciting. Some experiences. Stories start leaving your life, I guess, when you stop doing stuff. When you stop seeking these experiences and these joys, trying to squeeze them out of this life. So you got to do shit in order to tell the story. So that's what's going to happen. That's Wednesday night. We fly out at 8.30. I got bogey watch squared away. Firming up the details of that. I got to get my neighbor to come over. I'm going to send him some pictures of my garden. See if he's willing to do it. No is a, an acceptable answer. I'll find somebody else. I just don't want to. I'm a little bit nervous about some of these things, you know. Want to return and have everything squared away. So, uh, not squared away, but I just want my freaking shit. I want my dog, tongue hanging out of his mouth, happy picking shit to see me. And I would like my uh, plants to be flourishing. How's that? Also, ask for a full schedule of uh, patients. Uh, on Tuesday because that's part of the deal whenever you go away as a businessman come back you want to make sure that everything is just the way it is there's still patience to serve you know there will be ooh got some honeysuckle growing over here look at that Okay, last but not least, I had something, something interesting to talk about. Talked about wood carvings, talked about horticulture, talked about Disney. You know, I had a school circle yesterday at DDIP. Saturday, it was such a beautiful day, right? Saturday morning, 8 a.m. We had probably 25 participants there. Recall, reflect that we, in the beginning of the summer or in the spring, when I were, we were giving it away, there were you know, 80 people, 60, 80 people on the roster. Well, we've got 25 showing up, and that's fine. We'll need 100 people out there. Folks have weekend commitments, they have other things going on in their life, and I'm happy for them. Others, they, they love it, they can't get enough of it, they come out and they do it. Please, the whole point of it, ooh, that looks beautiful, standing seam roof. That looked nice. That's a tin roof. It's kind of got that, that ridge in the roof, like those... It's tin, it's some new, new kind of tin, rather than an asphalt roof. Have Mandy take a look at that. 
put a standing seam roof on the house next time around. Um, so we had a good good training. It was a beautiful Saturday morning. We had 25 in formation. We did all kinds of shit. All right, we did. Some, we didn't even leave the field. So we circled up. We did some stretches. Did some exercises. You know, covered the entire body. My shoulders, my hips are talking right now, my friend. I mean, they are. They've been worked, and so it feels good, real good, to have trained that hard yesterday, and then done all that stuff outside, gardening and carving and all that. Had a nice meal with my family. And then we went home, watched some Cobra Kai. Nobody, no screaming matches, no fights. My wife and I are cool again. And uh, it was a good weekend. But on Saturday morning, when we did our training, after the conclusion of it, you know, we laughed, we, we worked hard. The conclusion of it, we had a little school circle. It's where everybody gets in. Nice, up close and personal. I talked about my friend. Uh, talked about friendship in general. And one of my favorite things in this world is, you know, that that bond among teammates, right? People that that understand you. They understand it. They get it. They get. They know who I am. Especially inside the role of Doctor Drill. You know, I'm out there calling cadence and next exercise is this and organizing the workout for them and telling little jokes and farting and doing all of my things and it's just just my routine and it's they like it you know it, it helps them and some of them are new some of them are been training with me for years and you name it so um talking about my friend Val, you know, this was last week, I think I shared with you, we were going through the parking lot doing these maneuvers, and I was leading, so I'm in front of the group, showing them how to do these, you know, do side strides here, along the parking spaces, and then, it's an empty parking lot, right, and you run across here, and at each, at each line, you're going to do a jumping jack, and a pyramid, and all that shit, and Val came up, and she was, and I said, Val, Viper. She goes, yes, sir. And I blasted a fart. Not not real, like, in her vicinity, but I was, like, 15 feet away or something. It was that loud. She's like, thank you, sir. Thank you. And we laughed and carried on. That's not behavior that I, even though I think farts are funny, I wouldn't just fart in anybody's presence. I'd never do that. It's vulgar, you know? Except when there's somebody that you're comfortable with, that you're that comfortable with them, sometimes somebody will fart. And it's like, you don't even mind. Who farted? That's nasty, man. Oh, I rolled down the windows. Knowing full well that you farted in your days. And I, again, I would never do it in a way that smelled or was overly offensive. It's just, just the kind of like she thinks it's something important and I bust ass. And it's crazy to say, maybe, but. It's like a compliment to be farted at, to be, you know, um, antagonized, to be ribbed by a friend, to be identified as somebody who 
you're tight enough with where you can do stupid shit like that, knowing that full well that there's nothing, no, no offense intended, you know? And she didn't take offense, but then I spoke to her, a text messenger, like, like Tuesday of last week, I said, hey, how about that fart? LOL. And she was like, yeah, that was great. Hefe. And Hefe means boss, obviously. She used to work for me and with me. Again, just a tremendous friend. Somebody who, if I ever needed something, you know, or vice versa, I would reach out to her. So, she shared with me that she had a bunch of stuff going on, you know, just a bunch of shit, you know, dogs throwing up, uh, parents, older, elderly parents having some struggles, you know, above and beyond the standard shit that we're all feeling and dealing with these days. And I said, oh, Val, I'm sorry. I'm sorry you're, you know, you're dealing with that stuff. Anything I can do, you let me know. And I apologize for farting. And she said, I thought you'd say that. <laughs> you know, no, just basically telling me, listen, I knew you'd say that. Because obviously this, these things aren't laughing matters. But that was. And, you know, she said thank you. And she knows that if she needed me, then I have her back. And I feel good knowing that she understands that too. If you ask her, she'll tell you the same thing. I believe. I hope so. <laughs> or, or else my perception's completely wrong. And so that sort of bond among friends, people that know each other, that can tell each other things, that can communicate with each other in, a, in a, an honest and frank and comfortable way, that's a great thing, you know? It really is. And I have some wonderful friends at many levels, you know? that I just, I'm so thankful for our little interactions and our, the way we help one another. I don't know if there's anything better than that in this world. So if you're looking for, you hit the lottery or something like that, count yourself lucky, you know, you've hit the jackpot if you've got a few good friends, people that, that you can count on people that you can joke around with and that you can love and be loved back okay and those people still have mums from the fucking the autumn on their stoop and it looks like shit throw the fucking mums out alright with the pitter patter of my windshield a rain upon my windshield and a full heart and soon to be a full belly. I am going home. And we're gonna start this week all over. Before I know it, it's gonna be Wednesday night and I'm gonna be climbing aboard a flight to Disney World and a million bright lights and characters and thrill rides and you fucking name it. But the most important thing get to see my girl do her stuff apply her trade do her tricks okay alright you have a good week yourself
See, this would be nice. We've got the uh, rain coming down pretty steady for the past hour. If I get a few good rains while I'm away, I might not need anybody to water my plants.